All right, wrestling fans, this is Southern Dynamite coming to you with Pro Wrestling America this week from the Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We have 11 great matches on the card today, plus a big announcement regarding what we had said last week with Raven giving his notice that he was not renewing his contract after this week. Our first match, as it has been for a long time, is television title match. Buzz Sawyer defending his recently regained television title against the former champion Savannah Jack. Referee Nick Patrick gets knocked out by Jack's legs when Buzz picks him up to scoop slam him. PG-13 rush the ring and attack both men with chairs. PG-13 leaves Buzz and Jack lying unconscious in the middle of the ring. And when Patrick gets back up, he counts both men out. The official decision for this title match is a double countout. Buzz Sawyer is still your television champion. The next match has Nightmare Ken Wayne going it alone now with his partner Danny Davis having left last week facing off against Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels. And this was a basic squash match with Daniels easily destroying Wayne, getting the win in a time of 53 seconds. Next match has a triple threat match. Honky Tonk Man, your Illinois heavyweight champion, facing off against Gino Hernandez and Chris Candido. All three men put everything on the line in this precursor to next week's triple threat title match as we get into the United Center to be able to defend the Illinois heavyweight title. When the time limit expired, Gino had Candido up in a fireman's carry. And when the bell rings, Gino drops him in a Death Valley driver. Honky Tonk Man gets the same thing with Gino being able to walk out of the ring by himself. Still a time limit draw bringing out some serious heat for next week's rematch. But that time, the Illinois heavyweight title will be on the line. Next match has Ravishing Rick Rude facing off against Shane Douglas. And Heenan gets involved very early in the match, and he blinds Rude with powder for Douglas to get a quick pin in a time of 2 minutes, 44 seconds. Then answer to no one by Colt Ford, my New entrance music for 2022 starts to play. I come out with the Sheik, the original Sheik, not the Iron Sheik, but the original Sheik, to announce the creation of Motor City Wrestling in Detroit with the Sheik and Raven promoting and booking the territory. Two weeks from today, January 19th, will be a joint card between the PWA and the MCW to crown the first MCW heavyweight and tag team champions. The PWA has also transferred the contract with Little Caesars Arena to the new MCW, and they will now have weekly shows in Detroit to bring back wrestling full-time to that great territory. With this, the PWA has also entered into an agreement to hold cards at the BMO Harris Bank Center in Rockford, Illinois. Those cards will take the place of the cards from the Little Caesar Arena in the rotation of the territory. 
This will also give a fourth arena where the Illinois heavyweight title can be defended. This gets a great reaction from the crowd, especially the idea of Raven being a booker in Detroit with Motor City Wrestling. This should be a great move. And with this formation, the MCW will also honor the PWA World Heavyweight and Tag Team titles as their world titles. So when we get around to them and have joint cards, which will happen at the Pfizer Forum, their champions will be the number one contenders in that territory for our World Tag Team and World Heavyweight titles. Also some talk about another organization popping up elsewhere in the rotation in the territory maybe having some issues with us but when Lance asks me about them I say I have no comment on that at the moment because nothing has been finalized anywhere with anything dealing with any other organizations so now as I'm finishing up my announcement in the ring Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert and Missy Hyatt join me in the ring. They demand that Raven come out to answer for his actions last week at Christmas Chaos. They taught him that the announcement of this new promotion is because he couldn't hack it in the PWA, where, incidentally, Eddie Gilbert is one of the bookers. They start to get to the Sheik and start to yell at him when Raven's music starts to play. And he stalks down to the ring. Gilbert climbs out of the ring and rushes up the aisle to attack Raven. Gilbert levels Raven and tosses him into the guardrail. When the battle gets back into the ring, after the Sheik and I have left, Raven begins to get the advantage until Gilbert jumps out of the ring. Raven follows him out, but he's distracted by Missy. As Raven advances towards Missy, Gilbert grabs a chair and rushes him from behind. Raven moves out of the way as Gilbert swings and nails Missy by accident. Gilbert checks on Missy, but Raven drills him into the concrete floor with the even flow. Raven rolls Gilbert back into the ring and continues the onslaught on Gilbert until David Manning calls the match when Gilbert isn't responding to his questions. Your winner is Raven in his final match as a PWA rostered wrestler in a time of 11 minutes. 28 seconds. Next match has great Muda facing off against Dirty White Boy Tony Anthony. And Muda just destroys Dirty White Boy with a prolonged match. This match could have gone like 10 minutes less time. But Muda decided he wanted to make a point with this. And finally pins Dirty White Boy after an Asai Moonsault into an inverted DDT in a time of 10 minutes, 40 seconds. Again, this match could have been over in less than a minute, much like the Nightmare Ken Wayne, Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels match. But Muda is starting to get a little bit of his fire and his heel tendencies back again. Next match, as we move from singles to tag team wrestling, has PG-13 continuing their feud against Rough and Ready. Again, we need a feud between the two dweller seller or seller dwellers in the tag team rankings. 
Buzz Sawyer and Chris Candido attack PG-13 outside the ring when they begin to walk out. Dylan's men then serve as lumberjacks for Rough and Ready to get the win over PG-13 in a time of 8 minutes, 32 seconds, when Rough pins J.C. Ice after a bulldog. Then Sawyer and Candido climb into the ring and attack all four men and leave all four of them laid out in the ring before walking back out again. Next tag team match has Eric Embry and Flying Brian Pillman facing off against T.D. Still and Special Delivery Jones. And this was a well-fought match where Pillman and Embry keep Jones and Steele off balance. Embry gets the pin with a fisherman suplex on T.D. Steele in a time of 12 minutes, 26 seconds to bring the newly formed tag team a little bit higher up in the rankings. Now we get to our final three matches. Great matches would be main events anywhere in the world. First match, gentleman Chris Adams facing off against Terry Funk. And both men brawl throughout the match. Funk has control of the match until getting backdropped over the top rope onto the floor. When Funk slides back into the ring, Adams nails him with the super kick for the pin in a time of 28 minutes, 3 seconds. And the crowd just absolutely loved that match. Next match has American heavyweight champion Brad Armstrong facing off against Terry Gordy in a non-title match. And Gordy destroys Brad. But the pen only came after drilling Brad through a table at ringside and rolling him back into the ring in a time of 7 minutes, 45 seconds. Gordy may be the tag team partner of the monster heel, David Von Erich, but he wants to show that he's just as much a monster as David could be. And speaking of the monster heel, our main event is a world heavyweight title match. David Von Erich defending the title against his number one-ish contender, Austin Idol. I say one-ish because Gino Hernandez won an automatic title shot in his pole match at Christmas Chaos last week. But the week before, Austin Idol had won a number one contenders match. So it is only fair that as the one who had it longer, I grant the first title shot to Austin Idol. And both men have a great match, but it is fraught with interference. Terry Gordy, Buzz Sawyer, and Chris Candido all get involved in the match. Rick Rude also makes an appearance to help his tag team partner. By the 20-minute mark, all of them are around the ring, trying to keep everyone else out of the ring, whether it's people trying to come out from the dressing room or the people just on the other side of the ring from them. David eventually gets the pin in a time of 33 minutes, one second, with a Samoan drop. And after the match, all six men begin to brawl with each other until security is finally able to separate them with the help of most of the rest of the roster. And that's how the card ends. Now, why do I have the match going this way? Well, first of all, maybe I don't want Austin Idol to win the title. Maybe I don't want him to win the title just yet. Maybe I like having David Von Erich as the monster heel. But actually, as you'll see coming up, 
there is a big match coming up. And all I will say is that there are going to be a lot of titles on the line in one match. And these six men, David Von Erich and Terry Gordy, Austin Idol and Rick Rude, Buzz Sawyer and Chris Candido, all six men will be involved. I mean, look at it for a second. You have the World Heavyweight Champion. You have the World Tag Team Champions. You have the Television Champion. All there. What a great possibility there could be. But to get more about that, you will have to see next week and what happens in the card. But until then, this is Southern Dynamite thanking you for being here for Pro Wrestling America. I encourage you to be here for the rest of the podcast as well with the theological sections on the confessional corner and in the digging deeper and all the rest of the stuff that is going on on the podcast. I encourage you to be here not only to enjoy fantasy wrestling, but also to be able to wrestle with the theology around us.